Hey everybody, today is Thursday, December 8th, and this is the 16th episode of the Sportsbook Sharps. I am your host as always, Andy, and I am going to take you through some of our locks. We got to stay frosty and do a little recap from last week, but first we have to get into the moment of the week, sadness for the Sportsbook Sharps this week. My favorite team, college team, Purdue, lost their head coach, Jeff Brom. He's going home to Louisville, leaving the Boilermakers, heading to Louisville. After back-to-back eight-win seasons for Purdue, their first ever Big Ten championship game appearance, the head coach is leaving and going to Louisville. It was the first time since 1997-98 that they've had that many wins back-to-back in a season under the late great coach Joe Tiller. Uh, just an absolutely devastating week, losing him to Louisville. Purdue fans, we've known for a while that he would eventually go home to Louisville. We hope maybe by making the Big Ten Championship this year, he would stick it out a little longer, try to develop the program, maybe get back to the Big Ten Championship again someday. But uh, the new coaching search begins for Purdue. Hopefully it's more like the Jeff Brom years and less like the Hope and Hazel years that came before Brom. Uh, Jeff Brom will be missed as a coach of Purdue football, and it is a very, very sad week for Purdue football this week. Uh, not a great week for a recap from last week. We went three and five, the group of eight. Not a great week at all. Uh, Steve, who's leading, actually slipped up and missed a pick for the first time in a while. He is now 10 and five on the season, and I am gaining ground on Steve because that's right. I got my lock right last week. I gave you Broncos at Baltimore under 38 and a half. Under. 38 and a half. Total score, 19 points. You knew at halftime this one was over. The score at halftime was 9 to 3. Like this was game over. 19 points is so low. The Broncos, I, I every week harp on them. Worst football offense ever. It's unbelievable. Their defense is one of the best in the NFL. Their offense is the worst offense in the NFL. Um, and actually, the game was 9-3 to up until the very last minute. Uh, under a minute to go, Baltimore scored a late touchdown to take the lead and win 10-9 to to get you those 19 points. Just unbelievable how bad they were. Uh, the Broncos played Baltimore with a 28th ranked defense that have given up the total points 28th in total points given up by that baltimore defense and they only surrender three field goals to the broncos on sunday just an absolutely bad game but a great 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 game if you had under 38 and a half you were never worrying about it at all what a great game to have the under in breeze last week uh, won his Thursday night football pick. He is now 6-4 and four on the season. What a good doggo. Uh, last week was Buffalo at New England. I told you nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. 
They were five and a half points favorites, and they won by 14, easily won. Breeze, you were dead right with that pick. Be sure to check out our TikTok tonight. Breeze will be making his Breeze Best Bet Thursday Night Football Game of the Week. It is an absolutely dreadful game. Raiders at the Rams. Raiders favored by six and a half. So check that out at TSS Gambling on TikTok. Breeze will be making his Breeze Best Bet selection tonight. A uh, quick recap from last week's Stay Frosty. I put up OSU head football coach Ryan Day. Of course, I would put him up on Stay Frosty, and just everything would blow up in the college football playoff, and OSU would actually end up backdooring in to the college football playoff. They didn't even play last weekend, but because of the TCU loss, because of the USC embarrassing beatdown, that USC got for the second time by Utah. They end up tossing USC out of the top four and letting OSU slide that in to get to that. Um, also, Nick Saban in Alabama, have a little pride. You're going around telling everybody you'd be favored this, you'd be favored that. Nobody cares if you'd be favored. You know what? You were favored in the two games you lost this year too. So you wanna get into the college football playoff? Here's a little hint for you. Don't lose two games. Don't get steamrolled by good old rocky top maybe win your games in the sec and then you'll won't have to worry about running around politicking talking about hypothetically we'd win this hypothetically we'd win that well you played 12 games and you lost two of them so guess what nick saban you get to sit outside the top four this year and watch the games like everybody else that was a disgusting display by him on ESPN and Fox Sports and all the different channels this weekend watching him run around talking about how they beat this team and that team. Get out of here with that noise. Just absolutely embarrassed for him. Now I want to put a new head coach up on the stage Frosty Throne this week. I've been waiting, hoping maybe this guy could turn it around. I think once upon a time he was a good coach. He did a lot with a little uh, in the city of Chicago. But I got to put up Houston Texans head coach, Lovey Smith. Let's look at his resume real quick. He had nine season with the Bears. He was one of the best Bears coach they've had in my life since old coach Ditka. Um, took him to one Super Bowl, lost that Super Bowl to the Colts in the Rain Prince game. Uh, he had an 81-63 and 63 record with the Bears before being fired. Not sure why they fired him. Uh, there was some falling out. There was some management stuff I remember back when they did get rid of him years ago. Uh, but they haven't been very good since he left in 2012. I mean, think back the last 10 years. What Bears team? I've had, I don't even know if they won a playoff game in 10 years. Um, after leaving the Bears, he had two years at Tampa. That did not go well. Uh, he was fired after going 8-24. and 24. Then he went back to school, went to college for a little bit. He was fired after uh, midway through his fifth year at Illinois, his best record there. Uh, and again, Illinois, not a football school, but you got to do a little better in five years than having one six and six record. I mean, you play some made up schools the first three games of the year. You got to be able to win those if you're going to come in as a big name coach and his best season was six and six. They ended up going to the Red Box Bowl, 
which I don't even remember that being a bowl sponsor ever. But yes, once upon a time, Redbox did sponsor a bowl. Uh, started off his fifth year two and five when he was fired. And just program not going in the right direction at all. If you start off two and five and you're in your fifth year, you got to get the Ziggy and get out of there. Uh, consistently finished sixth or seventh in the Big Ten West, which is the easier of the conference uh, divisions in the Big Ten. Um, this year, he's it's his first year as the head coach of the Texans. They're one, ten, and one. They are the worst team in the NFL. Now, they don't want to be the best team this year. They have a lot of draft picks next year. They want to get nice low position. But, I mean, they could win two or three games and still be the number one pick. But they've only won one game and tied one game. Ugh, it is absolutely terrible. Uh, two NFL coaches that had better records have already been fired. Matt Rule in Carolina and Frank Reich in Indy. He Lovey has to be next. If he doesn't get fired during the season, they're going to let him go at the end of the season. I know it's only his first year, but they are just so bad. The next worst team, the Broncos, they have three wins. They're probably going to fire Nathaniel Hackett at the end of the season if they don't do it after this week, if, the, if they lose again. Uh, the Bears, they have three wins, but they're rebuilding. They have a young quarterback that they're trying to develop and turn into something there. And they're just happy being competitive. And at least the games that they play, they're competitive. Unlike the Texans, who are losing by 10, 20, 30 points a week. At least the Bears are competitive. They're learning things. And they're improving. The Texans aren't doing any of that. They're getting worse week after week. Uh, their tie was early in the season, as was their win. Um, they, they just haven't been competitive at all. The Rams also have three wins. They look like one of the worst teams to ever defend a Super Bowl championship. I don't know what's going on with the Rams. you got to watch them this Thursday night if you're watching the game. That's the Rams and Raiders are playing this week. Uh, that's going to be an absolutely dreadful game. Both of those are losing teams, and the Rams look like one of the worst teams in football this year. Not a clue how they're so bad. Uh, but that head coach might just leave. McVay might just leave after the season because it's just been such a mess there. Um but Lovey Smith at 110 and 1, you need to stay frosty. Just a quick cap recap from last week. I told you, watch the Dolphins these next couple of games. It's going to tell you what to do. If they end up making the playoffs, these next games are going to tell you exactly who the Dolphins are. I said, are they for real? Well, I don't know. Watch these upcoming games. Well, recap from that, they got drilled by the 49ers the other day. And they still have the play at the Chargers, at the Bills, at the Patriots, and they have a home game against the Jets and the Packers. You're gonna know for sure, and I think it's leaning, especially after that 49ers game where they just got absolutely drummed. I think it's looking like the Dolphins are for fake and that anybody that's a member of Tuanon better watch out because Tua doesn't quite look like the quarterback he did at the beginning of the season. So we'll keep an update on that every week to make to let you know if the Dolphins are real or not and how you should adjust your playoff betting. All right, now I'm going to go through all the group locks this week. Uh, we didn't get all eight submitted yet. We only had four of them plus my own. So I just decided I'm going to take a look at each of the locks that we've given this week and talk about them a little bit. So let's start. My brother Matt gave us Vikings plus one and a half at Detroit. Now, 
you're sitting there, you're listening, you're listening to this in car, you're out walking the dog, whatever, you're listening to this podcast, wherever. And you're saying, well, he must not have said that, right? He said the Vikings are plus 1.5 at Detroit. Well, I did say it, right? I triple checked it. I don't understand what is going on with this number. The Vikings are away underdogs to Detroit. Now, Detroit, they've won a couple of games in the last few weeks, but they're five and seven on the season. I'm not sure why everyone's so hot on Detroit. The team they beat last week was Jacksonville, and they killed them. They beat them by almost 30 points, but it's Jacksonville. Like, reset your expectations. Everyone just watched Detroit in primetime lose a game uh, to the Bills on Thursday of Thanksgiving. That was just two weeks ago. Like, this this team didn't get drastically better in two weeks. They're the same Detroit Lions you watched while you were carving the turkey the other day. They're not very good. The Vikings, they are maybe a little bit fraudish. Maybe. I don't know. Mm, maybe. Maybe. They should have more than two losses. Ooh, maybe. They've uh, had a couple of close wins, but they're not nearly as bad as Detroit. I would absolutely take the Vikings at plus one and a half. You need to make sure you also hit that money line because you're going to get good return on that by betting on the Vikings to just win outright because they're going to win outright. Detroit never, ever wins these kind of games. The Vikings only have two losses. They're not going to make their third loss against Detroit. So that is an absolute guarantee. And Matt, I like that lock this week. Next, I want to go look at my uncle Mike's lock. He gave us Bengals minus six. The game is Cleveland at the Bengals. Uh, The Bengals just beat the mighty, mighty KC Chiefs. Uh, Not sure if the Bengals are for real or not. Seems like a very bad division, the AFC North, a very meh division. Um, You got Lamar getting hurt up in Baltimore. Uh, The Bengals don't look quite as good as they were last year when they went to the Super Bowl. They already lost to Cleveland once in that Monday. Was it Monday night or Sunday night game? It was absolutely embarrassing. I think it was Monday night football where the Browns beat them by like 50. Um, But the key difference is the Browns back then had Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. They're now starting scumbag, absolute trash human being, Deshaun Watson at quarterback. The man has 27 plus sexual assault allegations against him. Just an absolutely gross person. Uh, he, He played last week. He went like eight for 20. He hasn't played football in almost two years because he was suspended for a whole season with the Texans. And he missed the first 11 games of the season this year because of all his sexual assault allegations. I don't know how you can root for this guy. I don't know how you can root for Cleveland. Mike, I think this is a great lock. Bengals minus six. I think they destroyed Deshaun Watson. I think they roll him by way more than six. That's a nice lock, Mike. All right, Sean gave us over 44 and a half in the Texans-Cowboys games. Did you watch the game last week in primetime, Sunday night football? Dallas absolutely killed the Colts. Uh, Dropped a 50-burger on them. So the fact that they just beat the Colts and dropped 50 on them, this is another easy lock 
they're easily going to get over 44 and a half. The Texans, I just talked about how bad Lovey is. They're terrible this year. They've only won one game all year. The Cowboys are absolutely rolling right now. Pollard scoring, uh, Galloway scoring, uh, Zeke is scoring, Dak is scoring. The ball is flying all over the place. The offense is absolutely humming. The Cowboys look like serious contenders. We'll see how they do in two weeks against the Eagles. That'll give us a clue on if the Cowboys are for real or if the Eagles are the cream of the crop in the NFC. But this week, the Cowboys easily, easily score over 44 and a half against the Texans. That defense is unreal for the Cowboys. They're all over the place. There'll be strip sacks. There'll be interceptions. There'll be pick sixes. There'll be fumbles return. There'll be punts return. Cowboys on their own are going to get at 50. So you need to get the best money out of this bet. Sean, 44 and a half over. I love that bet. But also do that bet and then look at some of the other lines. Look at uh, first half total points. Look at second half total points. Look at just total points for only the Cowboys. Take some of those, parlay it in in a single game parlay and you'll get some real great value because the Cowboys are going to absolutely kill them. You can even throw in some of the unders on Texans total points because you're still going to get the over 44 and a half and the Texans are going to score maybe 10 points this game. I mean, I don't know what all the lines are. Take a look on your gambling apps, pick whatever lines you want for the Cowboys over and points by half quarter, whatever total points, alternate total point lines, I would be all over this game. Uh, this is a great lock submitted by Sean this week. All right, last one I want to talk about this week. Greg gave us Raiders. Raiders. Minus six at the Rams. I don't know what to do about this one. One, this is the Thursday Night Football Breeze Best Bet. So make sure to follow us at TSS Gambling on TikTok. You'll see Breeze submit his pick. And that'll tell us which way this one's going to go. Again, Brees is 6-4 and four on the season. So whatever he picks, it's looking good to be a lock. Um, I honestly don't know what to think of this game. The Rams are terrible. Uh, they picked up Baker Mayfield. The Carolina Panthers cut Baker on Monday. And the Rams picked him up. And they're legit talking about starting a quarterback that they picked up, that hasn't played in weeks, that they picked up off waivers on Monday, and they're playing a Thursday night football game. And that's how bad the quarterbacking has been uh, in L.A. this year for the Rams, is that they're seriously considering playing Baker Mayfield tonight at quarterback. I don't know why you would want to bet on the Rams. The Raiders haven't exactly lit up anything this year either. They only have five wins on the season. Uh, they have a losing record. The Rams also have a losing record. They've only won three games this year. Um, the one thing I will say is Greg has missed seven picks in a row. So I don't know. If I had to make a pick here, I would maybe go against Greg. He's missed seven in a row. That's a lot to miss in a row. Um, but we'll we'll throw it to the dog to make a final decision on it. Uh, again, at TSS Gambling, Breeze will have his Breeze best bet tonight on this Thursday night football game. Now it's time for my lock of the week. 
I am super hot right now. I've only missed two games in the last nine. I am seven and two in the last nine games. I am unbelievably hot, and I have done it mostly by being on unders for Denver, one of the worst offenses ever, ever. And this week, I'm going to give you another Denver under lock. I've got to pick Kansas City at Denver under 43 points. In the 12 weeks of football that Denver's played, they have only hit the over one time. They are 11-1 and in unders, and that is not going to change. Even though they're playing Kansas City this week, I think Kansas City struggles a little bit with that great Denver defense. Uh, I think Denver's offense gives you almost nothing. Again, uh, wouldn't be surprised to see under 10 again. Uh, Kansas City has actually hit the under in four of its last five games. So as much as everybody thinks, oh, Patty Mahomes, oh, Patrick, oh, he's the greatest quarterback ever. Oh, how's he not in the Hall of Fame yet? Oh, Patrick Mahomes, oh, oh Mahomes, Mahomes. They've hit the under in four of the last five games. Their offense is not nearly as good as it used to be. When you think high-scoring, high-octane offenses, you're thinking of historic Kansas City teams. You're not thinking about this year's team. This year's team, four of its last five have gone under. And playing that Broncos defense, definitely going to go under. Also, and this stat blew my mind when I saw it earlier in the week. I, I couldn't even believe it. The Broncos are historically bad on offense. They are the first team to average under 14 points a game since the 2012 Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs starting quarterbacks that season were Matt Castle and Brady frickin' Quinn. Brady Quinn! Russell Wilson is playing as bad or as or worse than Brady Quinn right now, and that just... That tells you everything you need to know about how much of a lock this under is. Don't even think of Russell Wilson as the quarterback. Think of him being Brady Quinn. And now you love that under 43, and that is guaranteed to hit this week. That's going to do it for our episode this week. Thank you all for listening in. Remember, follow us at TSS Gambling on TikTok. Breeze will be making his Breeze best bet Thursday night football pick this week. Good luck gambling, everyone. Thank you.